with Catherine Toon Podcast. Hello, everybody. We're going to talk about liberty and lawlessness today. It is about a way of being and how God designed us to live. He designed us to live in love, which is really where our freedom is. And so we're just going to unpack this because there's a lot of confusion. I'm looking up my my uh, stuff here. Uh, so, uh, God is love <laughs> and he made us in his image and likeness of love to love as he loves. That's his commandment, which brings up a really interesting concept because as believers, we talk about being free from the law, but we need to understand what we're actually free from, right? If this is what we're going to talk about freedom, uh, what are we free from and what are we free to? Okay. And, uh, some of the confusion comes because we kind of globalize things. And let me, let me explain. Uh, because being free from the law is really being free from the law of Moses. Okay. So when it comes to freedom, there are two ditches we can fall into, right? Uh, it's not e- free or not free. We have to understand what free is in order to understand what not free is. Okay. And so being free from the law of Moses is being free from the Judaic law that brought condemnation. Okay. So, so anytime, uh, there is a mixture of law and grace, you're under law. It's like, it's like the poop in the, um, in the brownies, right? If you put poop in the brownies, like there's just a little bit of poop. Like what is your poop tolerance? Okay. <laughs> because yeah, those brownies are poop filled. Even if it's 0.001%, you're not like, eh, I'm good with that. I hope you're not good with that. Right. And that's kind of what the law does. It, it turns the whole batch into law. So if I'm good, I'm free. I'm under grace right? I'm under faith through grace. And then all of a sudden now there's a little law. Now I'm under the law. It's the law that kills. And so many of you may be in a situation where you're hearing a message and you're good and you're happy and there's freedom and there's life and you love it. And then all of a sudden something hits. It's like, oh, that, that didn't feel good because all of a sudden condemnation came in. All of a sudden, the weight of the law came in. And this is the ditch of the elder brother, okay? So in Luke 15, this is the elder brother kind of railing against his father. And I want you to hear what's in his heart here. It says, but he answered and says to his father, look, for so many years, I have been serving you and I have never neglected a command of yours. Liar. Anyway, okay. Um, And yet you never gave me a a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your wealth with prostitutes, you slaughtered the fatted calf for him. And so you can imagine, this is like an accusation of the elder brother towards God. And you know what? Uh, The elder brother, you know, he had to be pushed to the edge. He had all this time where this is really that was operating in his heart with his, his younger 
brother, his prodigal brother going. And, but that was what was in his heart. Here, here the father's, um, uh, response. And he said, um, and he said to him, son, you have always been with me and all that is mine is yours. And then he goes on to say, we should, you know, so you should welcome your, your brother back. So the accusation of the, the legalist, the one under the law is look, look at my performance. I'm either condemned because it wasn't good enough, or I'm either angry and self-righteous because suddenly I felt like I met the requirements of the law. And you're kind of under delusion in that place because I've kept every commandment. Like, why are you, right? You know what I mean? Um, and then you're so angry when someone else doesn't get the condemnation that they deserve, right? So you, you're sitting in judgment and you're ticked off because, wait a second, why does that guy get the miracle? I have been serving you for years. Okay, so that's the heart condition of the legalist. You're either condemned, I'm a worm, or you're or you're self righteous, and it's both. It's both um, uh, death bringing, right? Okay, um, and then the other ditch of freedom or uh, or, or uh, of of law is being what's called an antinomian. That's a fancy word. Um, and it just means anti-law. No means law, anti-law. Okay. So against the law. And so this is basically the concept that there is no law. You are not under any law of any kind. Um, so this is where, you know, kind of hyper grace me, right? And I, I'm big into grace. Um, but, but there is a, a misunderstanding that somehow we're free from any law. So being in Christ doesn't mean that you're justified to do anything you want. You can do anything you want because you have freedom, right? Um, but you're still under a law. You're, it doesn't mean you're free from any law. Okay. So let's talk about that. So this is the, um, this would be the prodigal son. So here, you know, God is reading our mail. Because we're going to tend to fall in one of these niches, either one of these ditches, um, either the elder brother or the prodigal, right? So now he had spent everything, um, a severe famine occurred. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of the countries and he sent him into his uh, fields to feed pigs. And he longed to have his fill of the carob pods that the pigs were eating and no one was giving him anything. But when he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired laborers okay, um, have more than enough bread, but I'm dying here from hunger. I will set out and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired laborers. So here he's saying, so either either son was not acting like a son. This one says, I've sinned so much, I'm unworthy. The, um, the elder brother was saying, I have met all, all the requirements. I am uber worthy. And who are you? You know, I'm angry at you, God, because you reward the younger brother and not me. Okay. So these are the heart issues. And this is the younger brother who felt like I'm not under any law. I'm just going to do whatever. I'm a law to myself. I'm my own God. Right. And both of them had been given everything, right? Had been giving every, everything, all the inheritance. All the father had was theirs and they were to receive it as sons who are beloved, but 
they're not under the law of Moses and they're not under the lawlessness. So what are we under? Okay. Um, let me give you a few scriptures about lawlessness. Matthew 24, 12, this is Jesus. It says, because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will become cold. Are we not seeing this? And what's happening is that we have um, such a, a violent um, uh, reaction, guttural reaction to the abuses of legalism. Okay. And so we deconstruct into no law. Okay. And we're now we're lawlessness. And what happens is we grow cold. I'm going to explain why that is. Um, Hebrews 1 9 says, You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, your God has anointed you with the oil of joy above your companions. So, this is Jesus. Jesus is happy because he's under law, but it's not the law of Moses. We're going to talk about this. Um, uh, and 1 John 3 4, everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Sin, you know, not knowing who I am, not knowing who God is, mistaken identity, out of that place, I'm going to, I'm going to practice a form of lawlessness, either an uber self-righteousness, which is violating, um, well, we're going to talk about that, or I'm going to practice, like, I am no, there is no law, right? Okay. So both of those suck. <laughs> Aren't you glad we have other options? Yeah, baby. So lawlessness sucks. Legalism sucks. Okay, so what's left? Hallelujah. Jesus is left. So let's talk about that. The third option. And this is Paul. He's talking about 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 21. He says, though I am free, which you are, you're free to make any, any choice at all to free will, right? And belong to no one. So in other words, you know what? You're not under bondage. Um, I have made myself a slave to everyone. To win as many as possible to the Jews, I became like a Jew. Okay, legalism. Okay, right? To win the Jews. To those under the law, legalism, um, I became like one under the law. Big point in parentheses, though I myself am not under the law of Moses. So I yield to this because I'm diving in to help you out. Okay? So as to win those under the law. <clears throat> to those not having a law, lawlessness. Um, I become like one not having the law, though I am not free from God's law, but I'm under Christ's law. Okay. So as to win those not having the law. So he's alluding to something. You're not under the law of Moses. You're under the law of Christ. So let's talk about what is the law of Christ? What is the law? Um, so, and you are constrained under happy laws that when you yield to, it's life. Hallelujah. Uh, when you buck them, you're bucking against who you are, how you were created to be. Uh, and it's, it's like the shadow world there. Let's talk about the laws that we are under. First one is, I'm just going to list them and then I'm going to delineate. So the first one is the law of love. Yeah, baby. And I've talked about this a lot. Um, the law of love. This is a happy law. Um, you're under the law of Christ. Um, and you under the, under the law of the spirit. And I'm going to give you some scripture for those of you and the law of freedom. Okay. So we're under the law of love, Christ, spirit, and freedom. If you find any more, let me know. These are the ones that I've, I've been able to find. 
Um, and they're basically, honestly, they're basically the same thing. So the first one, law of love. Okay. Oh my gosh. There's so many scriptures. John 13, 34 through 35, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples if you love one another. John 15, 12 and 17, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. This is my command, love each other. Okay, just in case we didn't get it yet, 2 Corinthians 5, 6, and now, dear lady, I'm not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another, and this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. And just to cap it off uh, for grins, 1 John 3, 23, and this is his command to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. Okay. Ding, da, ding, ding. So this is kind of where, if you've been tracking with me, I talk about sinning as violating love. It's violating our identity and who we are created in the image and likeness of love. Um, and we, you know, we harm one another. Okay. So let's talk about the law of Christ. Um, Galatians 6, 2, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. What is carrying one another's burdens? Oh, let me think. Oh, yeah, it's loving one another, right? If I love, I'm, I'm going to care about how you're suffering and help and be with you in it, okay? First Corinthians 9, 19 through 21. Um, this is the one that uh, that I, I just read. He became like the Jews. He became like the, those under the law. He be, To those not having the law, like one not having the law, I am not free from God's law, but I'm under Christ's law. It's kind of a law of love, just so you know, because God is love. Okay, let's talk about the law of the Spirit. Uh, Romans 8, 1 through 2. Therefore, now there is no condemnation at all. I love that. For those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Uh, Galatians 5.13. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another hum- humbly in lo- love. Anybody getting a, like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm getting it. For the entire law is keeping this one command, love your neighbor as, your, as yourself. Uh, if you bite and devour each other, you will be destroyed, Okay. Uh, you would destroy each other. So I say, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Um, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with one another. So you're not free to do what you want. But if you're led by the spirit, you're not under the law. Okay. So which law are they talking about? Well, we have the law of the spirit, but, it, but that's not the one they're talking about. If you're led by the spirit, you're under the law of the spirit, the law of Christ and the law of love. It's the law of Moses, right? Um, 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. So whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And this is where it talks about being unveiled from glory to glory to glory. So this is turning away um, from the law of Moses to the law of the spirit where there's freedom. Ding, da, ding, ding. Okay, it kind of comes together. Um, let's talk about the law of freedom. Okay, this all links together. 
uh, James 1.25. Uh, but when he was looked intently at the perfect law, the law of freedom, has continued in it, not being a forgetful hearer, but an active doer. This person will be blessed in all he does. So the law of freedom. Passion translation says, but when, oh, this is so beautiful. But what those who gaze deeply into the perfecting law of liberty, law of freedom, are fascinated by and respond to the truth they hear and are strengthened by it. They experience God's blessing in all they do. So you're under the law of love, the law of the spirit, the law of Christ, and the law of freedom. Ding, 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 ding. It all hangs together. Because if you're operating loving as as Christ loves, you're under the law of Christ. If you're operating as loving as Christ loves, well, God is love, Holy Spirit is love, and where the Spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. You are under the law of freedom. This is how, this is your design. So you're permitted to do anything you want, but not everything is beneficial. You violate love. Violating love is sin, and the wages of sin is death. Not because God is ticked and needs to punish you because you're operating in the dark netherworld of anti-being. Okay. And that's not who you are, but freedom and life. That's what God came for to show the father who loves you and created you and to learn your original design created in the image of likeness of the one who is love. So happy Independence Day. Every day is Independence Day, but we're uh, not independent from God. We're dependent on God and we're able to fulfill, fulfill all these laws, the laws of love, the law of freedom, the law of Christ, the law of the spirit. It all hangs together uh, because we're operating according to original design and he's empowering you to do it from glory to glory to glory. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. Um, and then think about how lawlessness, as we see it, uh, we they think we're, you know, you think you're so free. No, it is freaking bondage, right? It's not freedom. It is leads to bondage. Okay. Maybe initially, yay, this is fun and pleasurable. I can do anything I want, but it leads to bondage because you were never designed to do damage. You were designed to love. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.